real simple. Today's forward goes to Urban Meyer. Put himself in a position to be a distraction. Um, he owned it, but still, still gets it for what? Simple, simple, simple as that. Uh, they had a press conference on on yesterday where he explained himself, uh, and uh, he apologized to Jags, to, to, to his family, and um, basically, if you missed, if you missed what happened. Urban did not fly back to Jacksonville with the team Thursday night and uh, after the game and instead went to Columbia to visit his grandchildren. Meyer said he and family members went to his restaurant, Urban Meyer's Pint House, and on Friday night, and people at the nearby event asked to take photos with him. Meyer said he should have left when people tried to get him to dance with them. And uh, he says, uh, there's a big group of people next to our next to our um, restaurant. They wanted me to come over and take pictures. I did. They were trying to pull me out on the dance floor. Screwing around. <coughs> Excuse me, I should have left. <coughs> oh, he was screwing around. Um, and he was caught on video. Doing a little rubbing, rubbing. Fondling. Yeah, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was, he was showing out. And um, so he apologized for that, but he gets it for what? Um, simple as that. All right, I'm moving on. You sure? Yeah, I'm moving on, unless you got something different. No, I don't have anything different. Okay. Uh, let, let's get to the phones. And um, we've got Volstorm. Can I play the for what music under his phone call? No, nah, man. No, nah, man. Volstorm has been, he's been good, man. He hasn't caused any issue as of late. So, Volstorm, good morning. You can play whatever music you want to. I don't care. <laughs> Good morning, my friend. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, Urban was just trying to get some lint off that poor girl's jeans. I mean, I don't know what the big deal is. It, look, it looks like that's all he's trying to do, man. That's all yeah, he's yeah, to do. yeah. He thought, you know, it's one of those price tag stickers. He was just trying to get it off for. Yeah, looks like he's trying to help. <laughs> Type of guy he is, just helpful, helpful mind. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! Are we seriously going to go out in all black uniforms with white helmets? I hope not. I seriously hope not. Yes. Well, I don't know if what they're going to do. That yes, then just helmets. scrap the idea altogether because it's not going to look right without a black helmet. I agree. I agree. I don't think the unless hell, we're I don't think the hell unless we're trying to look like South Carolina. Yeah, it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense to me. I mean, unless you're gonna go with like a black face mask or oh, well, never mind. It ain't gonna it ain't gonna make sense. Uh uh-uh. it won't it's make sense. A, I, I don't care black, white, orange face mask. It's not gonna matter if you use a white helmet with that uniform. It ain't gonna look right. No, it's not. It's not. And people get. People can complain about the fact that, you know, they're they're not going to wear it for Old Miss because Old Miss is a night game. Look, I ain't giving Kiffin nothing because that's what he wants. He wants to be able to say, well, they probably would have won if I'd have still been coaching, but uh, I would be the only 1-0 Tennessee coach wearing a black uniform. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. 
add any more would, to that game than than no. it being at seven thirty. Like no, no Manning cast, no black jerseys, nope. none of that stuff. Nope. I'll, I'll be wearing this weekend. Kiffin is his own ammunition. He don't need no help. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we saw the ego. We saw the ego um, loud and clear last weekend. Yeah, he also said he forgot to plug the microwave in. That's probably why the popcorn wasn't ready. (laughs) (laughs) Swain, you mentioned something earlier in the show about uh, simplicity when it comes to offensive schemes. If people remember the Miami Hurricanes back in the very early 2000s, they ran the same thing over and over and over. They just executed it better than you did. Off tackle, play action. Off tackle, play action. Off tackle, play action. Yep. That's it. That, that <laughs> is all they ran, and they were a dominant force. It's it's real simple. This game is simple. People try to try to make it um, more complex than it is because that generates business. I mean, pro football focus generates business. Folks come out with these blogs and trying to break down certain plays in the game that's wrong, <laughs> like to get clicks and get people watching their stuff and seeing their stuff. Like people, people try to make it complex for attention, but it's really not. It's not complex at all. The complexity nope. of it all is how do you maintain your culture and have a you know a team full of a hundred. 18 and 22 year olds focused and unselfish and staying out of trouble and doing all those things. That's, that's the complex part. <laughs> that, the X's and O's yeah. is easy, but the, that stuff is complex of why a coach is unsuccessful versus successful. Yeah. I kind of like the difference between uh, running a complex defense with a bunch of uh, four and five stars versus uh, this defense, which looks, Way more competent. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Crazy how that works, right? Yep. Hey, uh, guys, before I go, um, it's interesting to see that Bandwagon McKee hasn't been wearing a Steeler stuff the past two days. See you, my Bandwagon McKee. I am a Tennessee fan, so good try, though. And, and sad that Volstorm would take up for a guy who's going to be wearing a Matt Corral jersey next Saturday over his own. But then again, we are talking about a Tennessee fan, and Tennessee fans do nothing better than eat their own. Who's so that? it makes what, sense. What happened? Uh, D.R. Vall. D.R. Vall's wearing a, a Matt Corral jersey? Oh, yeah. What a loser. And, and Vallstorm would, would rather take up for him than, than the ones who, who attack. D.R. Vall wouldn't do that. The Ole Miss fans. He wouldn't do that. I don't believe Sad. it. Vallstorm's a bum. D.R. Vall would not do that. He jokes around a lot. He would not do that. He would not do that. As much as he was I don't believe it. hyping up Urban, I mean, uh, Olane. I said Urban because Urban and Diarval, they, they make me think of each other because the way Urban was rubbing up on that girl is the way Diarval was rubbing up on Lane Kiffin all summer long. <laughs> so based off of Diarval rubbing up on Lane all summer long, oh, I just assume that Diarval will be in a Matt Corral jersey this weekend. Diarval wouldn't do that, man. Uh, he wouldn't do that. I got something else for you to think about. The Tennessee-South Carolina game. I was also talking to my one friend yesterday. I made the same point. We had a nice conversation. Talked about a lot of stuff. But my one friend, I was discussing this game. 
there's more ties to Tennessee on the South Carolina coaching staff than there is on the Tennessee coaching staff. It's pretty unique when you think about it. So the head coach, Shane Beamer, used to be a GA at Tennessee. It's where he got to start. The offensive coordinator also was a GA at Tennessee in Marcus Satterfield. The offensive line coach, Greg Atkins, used to be the offensive line coach here uh, with Coach Cut. And then the running backs coach is Montario Hardesty, former player here at Tennessee. So there's like strong ties to Tennessee on the Carolina staff more than Tennessee's own staff. So what you're saying is South Carolina is built by Tennessee. In a way, yeah. Yeah, in a way. Yep, in a way. So I just thought that was I thought that was pretty unique. Now Rodney Garner, this is his second stint here. William Martinez, this is his second stint here. But the rest of these guys, man, this is their this is their first time. First time. A lot of Tennessee ties on that South Carolina staff, which I'm pretty sure will be mentioned during the game. By Mike Gullick Jr. Is that who's calling it? Mm-hmm. Who else? Taylor McGregor. And who is Anish, the, the play-by-play? Play? Anish Sheroff. Anish Sheroff. <laughs> let me see that. Let me see, let me see, let me see. Nope. Hmm. Mike Gullick Jr. Mike Gullick Jr. And Taylor McGregor. And Anish Anish, Anish. So they do they do a pretty good job. We gonna get that. I like off, Mike Golick Jr. We're we gonna get that offensive line perspective from Golick Jr. I like Mike Golick Jr. Yeah, I do I too. Think he does a good job. Yeah, I do too. All right, let's go to the phones. We've got Mark. Mark, good morning. Swaino, my brother. What's, What's up, Mark? Where you been, man? We missed you, man. So it's been one of those years. You know what I mean, brother? I know what you mean. Yeah, and then I got angry at the balls. It just got to yeah, it just got to me. You know what I mean? Just over and over and over, it just got to me, and I, I had to turn it off. So you okay now, huh? For a little bit, I'm okay now. I watched the first game. It was just like I could care less, but I watched it. Watched less, and but you know, and then you fall in love with them again, and there I am. I got my orange glasses on, and I'm <laughs> back in it. Well, walk us through, walk us through this progression, Mark. So first game, how did you feel after the first game? I didn't. I was just like, ah, it's a football game. All right, all right. Turn so it on. How about, the sec- how about the second game after the Pittsburgh no, game? No excitement. The no Pittsburgh excitement. game okay. was a little better, you know? Okay, all right. Even I, I, even with the L, a little bit better. Even okay. with the L, I could see a football team that I could pull for. You know what I mean? They were all around the ball. I felt, we're, you know, we didn't have the right quarterback in, whatever. You know, there was it was missing. But third game, they kind of got it together a little bit more. You know what I'm saying? And I was pretty happy with the first half of the Florida game. And I actually, thank God, I fell asleep during halftime because I missed the whole second half. And then I went to watch it back on replay, dude. And on, on, on SEC Network, there's six plays from scrimmage on offense on UT. Six. Three of them are sacks. <laughs> A couple of punts. So I was like, well, I didn't miss anything. So how did you feel after the Mizzou game? I can't remember the last time we hung 62 on anybody, brother. 2016 against Missouri. Was it Missouri? Mm-hmm. You know what? Them sons of the gun, they, they deserve it, too, because they ran it up on us a couple of years ago. So I was hoping he would put it on them. Yeah, Hyper was OC, too. Yep. Thank yep. I was hoping he would put it on them. But anyway, you know, I, it's, uh, I like it, dude. I, I'm, I, I like Hooker. 
Uh, I like what he does. He what what he you know what he can give us. Yeah. Uh, go ahead. It's good to have you back, Mark. That's, that's all. Yeah, man. I'll let you guys go, and I'll hit you up some other time, man. Go balls, baby! Look at that! Look at that! Look at you didn't did hypo. You didn't brought Mark back. You didn't raise Mark from the Tennessee fandom dead. <laughs> Look at that hypo. That offense. And brought Mark back to us. Lost and found. He had Mark's picture on a milk cart. Didn't know where he was. Hypo found him. He found him. Thank you, Hypo. Bringing back Swain Event listeners and callers. Appreciate you, Hype. Appreciate you. 865-255-03. Hour 3 is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Reinventing men's health care. Brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help. Guys, your health right now is more important than ever. I recommend Low T Center. That's where I get my levels checked. It all starts with the annual wellness exam where they do a comprehensive health assessment exclusively for men, making it quick and easy to take care of your health. And now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatment. Most insurance is accepted. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment and make your health a priority. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. At Iris Networks, we know that business communication solutions are critical to your success. Since 1998, we've been helping businesses in East Tennessee by providing reliable and affordable high-speed fiber internet and voice solutions. That's why Iris Networks is your Tennessee communications partner. With internet speeds up to 100 gigs and work-from-anywhere solutions like mobile apps, video conferencing, and file sharing, we make sure you can stay connected to your customers and great communities we live and work in. Iris Networks, because just like you, Tennessee is our home. Out-of-town law firms have been swarming into East Tennessee lately. Firms from Memphis, Chattanooga, and Birmingham have stormed into the area. Wouldn't you rather do business with a local law firm? You know, a true neighbor. Marcos Garza and the pros at the Garza Law Firm are just that. They are our neighbors and friends that support local causes year-round. The Garza Law Firm works to serve you professionally on criminal matters, injuries and accident matters, and Social Security and disability filings. The Garza Law Firm is here for you at GarzaLaw.com. The Garza Law Firm, let us help. Hour 3 of the Swain event is brought to you by the Low T Center and LowTCenter.com. Do you know your numbers? Feel like you again. Let us help.
Swin Event, SwinEvent.com, Fueled by Dead and Barbecue. The official UT Knoxville license plates are available from county clerk's offices across the state of Tennessee. $15 of your $35 annual specialty plate fee supports the student scholarships at Tennessee. So talk to your county clerk or visit alumni.utk.edu for more information. Let's go to the Irish Network's hotline this morning. Let's bring in Turkey Man. Turkey Man, good morning. Morning, guys. How are we doing this morning? Man, great, great, great. How are you, sir? I'm doing good. Doing good. Uh, rainy, rainy, rainy day here, off and on. Hey, uh, I'm going to ask you guys a question here. I'm talking about South Carolina. And I can remember when Steve Spurrier was over there, he brought, uh, he brought South Carolina back. And uh, he was a he was a pain in, in uh, Crimson Side, Dabo Side. You could go pull up some really really good stuff mm. you get of the past of them having back and forth. Mm. Uh, when when do you think South Carolina will beat Clemson? I think now they got a better chance because it seemed like they're down. Oh well. Uh, will Tennessee beat Alabama again? Or will South Carolina beat Clemson again first? Who will win? Who will beat the other first? That's a good question. See, the problem is Clemson is down this yeah. year, but I don't think they're going to be down for too long, and I don't know that South Carolina is going to get back in time to a point to where they could beat Clemson unless there's just a, a major upset. I kind of think Tennessee will beat Alabama before Clemson loses to South Carolina. You can kind of see, though, the chance of them beating them as far as being down Clemson-wise. South Carolina is now uh, they're, they're not as strong. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I was thinking about that because uh, they haven't, South Carolina's been uh, and Clemson, they just they've had back and forth, and they had that particular time that Steve Spurrier, when he had all them good recruits, so Clowney and all them, that uh, he kind of owned them, and he he, he he talked about it too. And uh, of course, we haven't beat Alabama since uh, Swain, I guess. Fifteen years, two thousand six at home. Yeah, how long how long has it been South Carolina beat Clemson? I don't know. Without looking, at I don't it. either. It's gonna be. It's gonna be back there about uh, time frame that. Uh, uh, well, we beat. We beat in what two thousand and nine. Beat South Carolina. They kind of swim on the on the tailspin in there. South Carolina uh, hasn't beat Clemson since two thousand and thirteen. Okay. Yeah, I kind. Of, I, I kind of think South Carolina might beat Clemson before we beat Alabama. That's that's my initial thought. But I just don't think Carolina's gonna. Like I expect Clemson to to make adjustments this off season. I I think Dabo's smart enough to to make adjustments. What about this season? And and pick it up. I see. I I don't. I mean, I'm not ruling it out because Clemson has struggled to beat crappy teams already. But South Carolina's bad, man. Yeah, and Clemson offense is bad too. And I think South Carolina make it look good. Man, well, you might you might be right. 
This this is the best chance for South Carolina that they're gonna have probably because Dabo's gonna reload from the transfer portal. So it's a good question about Turkey Man. Oh, the boy Turkey Man. CC says Satterfield is also from East Tennessee. Greenback. Yeah. Chip Payne says, so you say your one friend you've been talking to must have been DJ Shockley. Oh, man. Chip Payne. He had to be Chip Payne. Had to be Chip Payne. This is actually a Tennessee fan who I was talking to, Chip. Let's get to Titansville. Tradition. Tradition. Uh, yeah, tradition. Tradition. Good morning, Titans Bill. Good morning. Good morning, Jason. There's only one way that I would describe the loss in the New York Jets. Mm. The Titans sucked. Mm, they did. Corey Davis looked like a all-pro receiver for the Jets. So, you know, just because we have key player key players, you know, that are on the disabled list. You can't take something like that and make an excuse out of it. No. There's no excuse for them to lose to lose a game like that. No, you're right. You're right. You're right about that. That was uh, of course that's, that's always been the Titans' problem. They're always up against these teams like Seattle and Indianapolis, some of these other, and Dallas and New England, and some of these tough teams. But when it comes to playing these teams like the Jets or, let's say, the Detroit Lions or somebody like that, they just go. They they get them. They uh, they go in there thinking that they can win by just showing up, and they end up getting beat. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a bad loss, Tides Bill. There's, there's was no way to sugarcoat that one. The one thing that I don't want to see happening this coming Sunday, I don't want them to give Urban Meyer his first victory of the season. Let's go out there. Let's go out there. Let's go out there and and take no prisoners. Yeah, I mean, playing playing the Jags is a great great game for the tight considering what happened uh, versus the Jets. You know. The, Jacksonville has a lot of distractions. They're not good on offense. Uh, this would be good for for the Titans, man. Get a little get a little tune up game. Well, at least if I were be. Urban, if I were Urban Meyer, I, I would I would resign and just take the USC job. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Southern California is the right place for Urban right now. They will be in trouble. Trouble. Neither is Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah, seems that way. Not a great start for him. Of course, Florida and California are two states that I consider very overrated, Jason. I would have to agree with you. Okay. Buddy, it's always good to talk to you. You too, Titans Bill, man. Hope you have a better better week this week against the Jacksonville Jaguars, that you are happier. I really hope that, that we can say that for you, Titans Bill. Don't like a sad Titans bill. Take no prisoners. Do you mean? What's up? Is that how the saying goes? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't you want to take prisoners? I. Because if you're playing well, that means you're you're snatching 
souls and all that stuff. So wouldn't you want to take prisoners? I guess I guess so, Ben. I mean, you might you might have a point there. You might have a point. I know one thing. I am not interested in Titan Jacksonville Jaguars game. I hope they don't put this thing on Jefferson Pilot. It'll be one o'clock CBS. God, like it is every week. Oh my gosh! Mike Vrabel better get it going quick, fast, and in a hurry. I know that much. He might be taking over for Jacksonville. It might be an opening. Why would the Jaguars want Mike Vrabel? He's better. He's freaking better than Aaron Meyer so far. Titans Bill. Calling Titans Scrubs, according to C-Mac. Oh, Who do the Bears play this week? The, the Raiders coming off of Monday Night Football. I like it. I like it. They might be a little banged up. Khalil Mack against his old team. Justin Fields had a nice game against the Lions. I don't know. Maybe we see a little momentum. Matt Nagy says, um, Andy Dalton's still number one quarterback. It went healthy. Ooh, Bear fans are over Matt Nagy, dude. Ooh, they want him out of there. They are over him. So that's going to be interesting offseason for sure. GM and head coach may be in trouble. Offensive line has stunk for the last three years. It has completely stunk. They have not gotten any better offensive line-wise, but – We'll see. Uh, Brian Hunsucker wants to know what happened on the what happened on the on the message boards last night, Ben. Did you say something crazy? No. People got selective hearing. No. Somebody asked on the chat if uh, I can't remember the exact wording of the question, but it was, "Do you think Jalen Hyatt would leave?" And I said it wouldn't surprise me just because of the way things are going. It's not going well. I could, I could see a change of scenery. Well, I mean. That, that doesn't mean that he will leave. Doesn't mean that he won't leave. Just like right now he's not playing. His snaps have gone down tremendously. If you go back and listen to the VolQuest podcast that Brent Hubbs published this morning, I filled in for Austin Price, and he pointed out the snap counts courtesy of pro football focus of the veterans from Florida to Missouri and Tillman, Valus, and Peyton, all their snaps skyrocketed. And the youngsters, Jimmy Calloway involved uh, in the youngsters conversation, Jimmy Calloway, Jalen Hyatt, Walker Merrill, all go, their snaps plummeted. Go, go, go. Can you go to the exact question? Yes. If you don't mind. I can. Please do that. If you don't, if you don't mind, sir, I would really, really appreciate that. Because um, I just, I just feel like I need to highlight something. I think that that it may take me a second to find it. Um, I got an email that says "take no prisoners" meaning that you kill the prisoners. So that's gotcha. that's the saying. Thank you. Um, Titans Bill's just smarter than me. Well, yeah, I mean, you should have known that. Titans Bill's smarter than all of us. Oh, sorry. Here's the question: Milton and HB. Both gone in December, question mark. Hyatt gone, too. I said, wouldn't it surprise me if Hyatt leaves at some point? And I also said, wouldn't it be surprising with how quarterbacks transfer these days? Seems like a pretty direct uh, answer for a direct question. Yeah. And I'm kind of confused why 
that would create an issue because, I mean, it, it wouldn't really surprise anybody. We live in a day and age where um, of instant gratification and there's obviously been a change with the rotation. I would imagine no one's happy about not playing after they started off playing and people can transfer easy as, as now than ever. So no, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me either. That's not saying that it's going to happen, that it's not going to happen. But like, if you say no, like if you say no, or if you say yes, you're putting yourself in a position to look really stupid. If someone asks you about possible transfers, right? You can't say no or yes because the players themselves don't even probably know right now. And if they did know, they probably will decide to stay. And so how would you know? Like, this is how, like, stuff gets started. Yeah. Like, drama gets started. Some narrative gets started and pushed. Because it's it's a simple question, like, about guys, you know, may trans, maybe transferring. Are you saying, I can see it happening, I can see it not happening. It wouldn't surprise me. Not, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me either, to be honest. So it doesn't mean it's going to happen. It doesn't mean we know. Because I don't think those guys know. And if they did know, they may decide not to tell anybody. So Things just aren't working out great right now. That doesn't mean that they won't figure things out. But guys transfer all the time now. And when things aren't going smoothly, it's unfortunate that now we just assume that they may leave. And it's like, it's okay to have a bump in the road. Yes. Like... You have a four-year career, and there's bumps in the road. It's like life. You don't run and tuck your tail every time there's a little bit of adversity. Sometimes it's best to put yourself in a new environment, get a new job, remove yourself away from a group of people. But, like, the little smallest bit of adversity doesn't mean you run. Like... For Milton and Hyatt and, and, and Callaway and Jalen Wright, this is small. This is a little bit of adversity. And they're young. They're, exactly. They're still, they're still learning their way, finding their way. Exactly. Like, I was talking to my, my one friend yesterday. <laughs> Did you just want to divulge your entire conversation? I was talking to my one friend, and I was like, like, and it's funny because, you know, we put Wade and Meacham, uh, our Zoom conversation, part one of it, uh, there on Players Only there, Swain Event Plus, and then I spent up there for about a week, so I just made it public on YouTube so now anybody can go and see it. But, like, maybe part two and three we talk about this in the conversation, but, but Meacham redshirted his first year. He didn't do anything, man. This dude had a knee issue in fall camp. He goes and has surgery for something with his meniscus. The plan was for him to be back in just a few short weeks. So he is asleep. He is under. So the doctor comes out. 
and talks to his mother, Miss Beverly, and says, here's what we found with Meacham, with, with Robert's knee, that this is an issue that if we just fix it now, it's going to be better long term, but it means that he's going to, be missed, he's going to miss the season. Robert is asleep. He has no idea about this conversation going on. Before he went to sleep, he was under the impression that this was a simple procedure that was going to allow him to come back in a few short weeks. Robert woke up to the news that he's out for the season. He woke up to the news. So <laughs> he, he, it's funny when I, when I get a visual. So Meach was in, he was on crutches, and then he had like a show, he had like a shoulder too. So he, they had built some, some they had built some contraction where like his arm was up like this, and he was using a crutch. So he had a shoulder and a knee his freshman year. Like it was like he wasn't even on a football team. He didn't travel. He didn't do anything. And then the next year, he comes back and boom, he, you know, he, he does his thing. Um, and then has a year where he is booed. Meach dropped more touchdown passes in 05 than anyone I can remember. And then he comes back the next year and puts up over 1,000 yards as a first-round wide receiver. So, like, the point is, you're going to go through adversity. It's okay. It's not fatal. It's not final. There's a storm. You just, you just continue to work. You don't hide in a shell. You don't run. Life is not over. Your career is not over. You just keep working. That's, that's it. We expect players sometimes to come in, and it ain't just Tennessee, it's everywhere, to come in and have like this perfect, lustrous career with no adversity. It just doesn't work that way. You get hurt. You have family members that die back home. George Todd Jordan James had a house burned down. His childhood home burned down. Like, things happen. But you just keep fighting. You just keep getting better. Dante Stallworth was a first-round wide receiver. He redshirted here. Joey Kent redshirted. He didn't catch anything his first year. Robert Ayers redshirted, first-round player. Gerard Mayo redshirted, was a first-round player. <laughs> like, Aaron Foster redshirted. Was an all-pro freaking back. At one point, was the best back in the league. It's not perfect for everybody. Pay Manning was booed. It's not perfect for everybody. So, when you, when you put things in perspective, when you see some of the other all-time greats and first-round picks, they didn't they didn't have it like Eric Berry. It's not always like Eric Berry. They'll be all right. They just got to have the right mindset, and they better have the right people in their ear. Because if not, then they won't get any better. 
All right, sorry, I had to go on my little soapbox, man. That was, it was needed because there's some youngsters on this team, both sides of the football, not just speaking about Jalen Hyatt, that, that because of social media hype, they're expected to contribute right now, and they're just not, they're not ready right now. Yeah. So it's, it's a, a fresh reminder, in my opinion. I mean, it's a – like, I don't uh, – Courtoval says, you know, we as a fan base typically overact to anything. And that's true, but I don't think, like, asking where is Hyatt and other players that we saw early in the season is, is, is overreaction. Or even asking, asking if they're going to be here next season is overreaction. Like, I get it because we live in a day and age of guys transferring when things get a little bit hard and when things are not ideal. So it's a valid question, and you gave a valid answer. And there should be nothing else to it. My thought process behind what I said is the new coaching staff, he's not on the field as much as he probably expected coming into the season, and we live in a day and age in which guys transfer all the time. I mean, I don't don't have a problem with it. It, I think it's kind of – kind of speaks to the the, – I guess the, the culture that we live in, that a direct answer to a direct question is taken to another place, and it well, really shouldn't be. People so. don't want him to transfer. Oh, well, nobody wants him to transfer. That, that's why the, the freak out ensues. Yeah, nobody wants it. Nobody wants him to leave because he does have a lot of potential. No, he's young, man. He got a chance to be. He got a chance to be really special here. So again, he it's not over for him. He still got a, last year didn't even count. So he still got four years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four years. I was talking to Chris Brown Saturday, uh, right before we did uh, the Big Orange Countdown. And we were talking about how we wish we would have redshirted. How awesome that would have been. Man, how you played a whole season. And it was like a redshirt year. Like, who does? Like, who? No other. Class got a chance to experience that, except for the freshman class last year. You played a whole season, you gained all the experience, and you still got four more years. He's he, he got plenty of time. He got plenty of time. Plenty of time. Plenty of time. So he'll be all right. But it, I mean, really, it's up to him. It's up to all these players. I mentioned that yesterday on the program. It's up to these players. Look in the mirror and say, "Man, your coaches are." They're challenging you. That's why you ain't playing. So how are you going to handle it? And it starts in practice. All right. Let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see. Oh, Trent Differ has some encouraging comments about Hypes recruiting. Uh, it was really, really good. We'll, we'll mention that when we come back. Chip Payne asked if I'm seeing any more bad habits uh, in the receivers. Um, yeah. Yeah, but I see stuff that you know, a lot of folks don't see, and I don't need to be on here every every day talking about the bad habits I see. No, I I don't think that's productive uh, for anybody. As long as they're making plays, and as long as it's not an issue, then I don't think it's worth me mentioning. But it, when it becomes when it becomes an issue, and then you wonder why, and you want to blame everything on the quarterback, then I'll bring it up. But I don't think it's worth it right now. So yeah, I see I see everything with the receivers. See everything. 
865-255-03. Be right back. For a replay of East Day's Swain Event TV, like us on Facebook. Good morning, Swain Event family. Several of you, like Ben McKee, have reached out to me for real estate assistance this year, and I want to say thank you. I appreciate your trust in me to ask questions and help you navigate the real estate world. That's right, Jennifer. Buying a home is a scary process, especially for a first-time home buyer. Jennifer recently helped my wife and I buy our first home and made the entire process seamless. Her willingness to go above and beyond is what sets her apart. As always, feel free to give me a call. Jennifer Morris, Keller Williams Realty, 865-257-7897 or email me at jennifermorris865 at gmail.com. JC's Tree and Landscaping Service specializes in quality tree work done at an affordable price. Trimming and removing trees are their specialty. They also offer other services like land clearing, stump grinding, crane services, and all of your basic landscaping needs for both commercial and residential. JC's will give you a free estimate and beat any written quote by a competitor to guarantee that you get the lowest price around. Don't risk your land with a fly-by-night service. JC's Tree and Landscaping is licensed and insured. Give them a call at 865-599-3799. We're here with Dr. Michael Carlson of Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine to discuss PRP, platelet-rich plasma. If you have orthopedic injuries such as shoulder pain, knee pain, Achilles tendonitis, or tennis elbow, you should give them a call. Good to be back, Jason. We specialize in non-surgical orthopedics, so we treat damaged tendons, ligaments, and joints, including rotator cuff injuries, knee injuries, and elbow and foot problems by using ultrasound-guided injections with PRP. And this form of treatment helps stimulate the body's own reparative process and assist in the healing of damaged tissue. Doc, what makes your training different than others? I've been practicing in Knoxville for over 26 years, and I'm certified in interventional regenerative orthopedic medicine through the American Academy of Orthopedic Medicine. They've been the leader in this form of treatment since 1983. I also teach this form of treatment on a national and international basis to other physicians, residents, and medical students. Here in our clinic, I'm the one doing the procedure, and we're using your own PRP, which are concentrated platelets, to treat your injury. So in other words, Jason, it comes from you and it goes back to you, so you know exactly what you're getting and know exactly the level of training involved. Do what the pros, college athletes, and I have done, and visit them online at trsportsmedicine.com. Tennessee Regenerative Sports Medicine, East Tennessee's leader in PRP therapy. More and more Tennessee businesses are switching to Iris Networks for reliable, local, high-quality, high-speed business fiber internet. Iris provides direct internet access from 10 megs to 10 gigs with no payments for 90 days. Iris also offers next-generation business phones with work-from-anywhere capability from the mobile or laptop app. With local sales, support, and service, Iris is a partner in the community. Learn more at irisnetworkusa.com or call 865-448-IRIS. Iris Networks, a Tennessee business connecting Tennessee businesses. Is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. 
Hello, is that as low as you can go? Okay, thank you. What are you doing? Calling around to get the best rate on a car loan. Why? Everyone knows Alcoa 10 is the best choice to purchase a vehicle or refinance your current loan. And with low interest rates and 90 days to your first payment, it's a no-brainer. You can even apply online and sign all the documents from the convenience of your home. Yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. Alcoa 10 Credit Union. It's so easy. Go to ATFCU.com for details. Rates are dependent on credit score and equal housing lender. When you start your own business, you know that branding can make or break a new venture. That's why Swain Event relies on 42nd Street. 42nd Street is a strategy agency focused on finding creative, open-minded, results-driven solutions to brand design. After over a decade of operations in East Tennessee, the brand architects at 42nd Street have the experience and creative know-how to ensure the success of your business branding, logo, web presence, and more. To see a real-life example of their amazing work, you can check out our website at SwainEvent.com. Don't trust the branding of your business to just anyone. Check out my friends at 42nd Street online at 42ST.com or give them a call at 865-382-7007. 42nd Street, brand, strategy, design. Top 100 Barbecue Restaurant Dead End Barbecue is a no-brainer when you are craving the smoky flavor of quality Q. Dead End makes it easy to enjoy their fantastic menu with online ordering from Chow Now for pickup. Or if you don't feel like leaving the house, then have Dead End Barbecue delivered right to your door by Loco Knoxville or Bite Squad. Cheer on your favorite team with the best barbecue around. Check them out online at deadendbbq.com. Dead End Barbecue. The search is over. If you want to get in on the conversation, call the Iris Network's hotline at 865-200-5503. Grow your business with Iris Network's high-speed fiber internet. irisnetworksusa.com Three is powered by Low T Center and LowTCenter.com, reinventing men's health care. And guys, for the month of October, Low T Center is offering self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, which provides convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety. Includes a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. The treatments for the month of October. For self-pay, one fifty-five a month. Self-pay, one fifty-five a month for self-inject at-home treatments. It's covered also by most health insurance, so you can get that taken care of at the Low T Center, LowTCenter.com. So if you're feeling tired, you're feeling grumpy, have some weight gain, just not feeling yourself, go get your levels checked, man. Go to the Low T Center, uh, let them 
knock it out with that quick and easy health assessment and uh, find the issues, find the root of the issues, get, get you back to feeling your old self. Going to the text box, NC Vol mentioned Trent Dilfer with his comments about hypo and recruiting. Let's see if I got any more free articles left. I used one yesterday, Ben, and I clicked on the article. If I click on it again, I guess it doesn't remember that I went to the article yesterday, so it's going to charge me another free view. It's only October 5th, too. You only get five. Well, man, I'll be honest, I don't be clicking on many articles from, from there anyways. Hater. I mean, after that, um, that Army article, I think that pretty much explains why. So, um, let me go. Let me go check it out. Let me see if I got some more free articles so I can pull it up. Oh, shout out to to Larry Pratt. Drop five milli. Shout out to Larry Pratt. Larry Pratt. Shout Didn't out to just La- drop five billion. Dropped five million for the baseball program. This is baseball money, all for baseball. Got so TVs written all over it. How about that, man? Larry Pratt. I know you noticed how different that graphic was. Mm. It's a lead Pratt and the number amount. Mm. Five million. Five million. So I saw that tweet from the Tennessee Fund yesterday. Um, but what I sent you was what Trent Dilfer said. Um, did you have to scour through all the Urban Meyer jokes that I sent you last night? Yeah, I did. If y'all want a good laugh this morning. I'm good. I got three free articles left. Oh, you 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 real good. The problem is it's only October 5th. If you want a good laugh this morning. I got a friend. Twitter search. That, that friend doesn't live in Knoxville. Twitter search Urban Meyer and just scroll through the tweets. You will laugh for several minutes. Amazing. Some of it is over the line. Some of it is just just, no. just funny. When it comes to Urban Meyer, none of it is over the line. Definitely, there's some that's over a lot, but it is funny. You're right. A lot of a lot of the stuff is funny. A lot of it, I'm yeah, still funny. A little distasteful, even if it is over the, over the line, still funny. But this is what uh, Trent Dilfer, who is a coach at Lipscomb Academy, said about Hypo. He says, "Here's what I tell you about Hypo and his staff. Nobody that we're dealing with in America right now is handling the recruiting process better than Hype and his staff." He said this at the quarterback club. Uh, on Monday, you're just not going to end up with three, four, five-star kids. You're going to end up with character kids. They are recruiting the entire person and their messaging. When they come to our schools, when they meet our kids, when they talk, it's much more than just football. It's about how they want to bring young men in here and they can get Tennessee back to becoming a national power there are tons of talented kids out there they are everywhere the streets are littered with them meaning they don't make it because they don't have it up here and up here what it takes to be a big time collegiate football player and the University of Tennessee has recognized that and they're recruiting the right kind of kid as well as the right kind of athlete I mean that sounds great I like that Trent Dilfer Sounds real good. I think Trent Diffler is uh, playing to the crowd a little bit, but I still like it. Sounds good. A little good. bit. 
I like it. I think I, Trent has. I've I've noticed Trent does this very well. I remember he was on TV being an analyst. Uh, he does this really well, and I remember his times with the quarterback. Um, camp there, Elite 11, where he hyped every kid up to be the best because that's just who he is. He hypes he hypes everyone up. And so uh, I do appreciate his comments. I do take them with a grain of salt, to be honest, even though they are positive because I just – I know how Trent operates a little bit. And it's not – I'm not saying this in a negative way. Um, it's just – it's sorry, it's just the truth. But talking to the quarterback club, Those are, those are nice comments. Nice nice comments, indeed. I want to hit Elsie Vall's question real quick. He's asked it a couple of times. Uh, on the baseball season ticket package, there's an option for an upper and lower Ooh. porch ticket. Ooh. Got him. Look at yes. Elsie Vall putting two and two together, making yes. five. Yes, there will be a double-decker porch, Elsie Vall. That is the plan. I believe 11 new... Uh, Porch area seats things, so gonna create a, a double deck porch type of, of deal out there. It'll look pretty cool. It'll look very similar to Mississippi State. If you want to know what it'll it'll probably look like, look up uh, Mississippi State's left field. It'll look pretty nice. J Mo, J Mo, let's go. Do you know who J Mo is? Yes, but I can't remember off the top of my head. Jeff Morris, J Mo. Then you have. What'd you call it? Uh, Jomo? Uh, his name is, yeah, his name is Jomo. Yeah, his name that's, is Jomo. That's what I was thinking of. But Jmo, Jennifer Morris. Let's go, Jennifer Morris. She loves hitting up the porch at the Tennessee baseball game. So more porches means more opportunities for Jennifer Morris to go to the games. Let's get it. Let's get it. I love it. Look at Tennessee fans, man, putting the pieces together. If they put the pieces together about those black jerseys being available at Alumni Hall and other places this week, huh? Yep. Huh? 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 For Ben McKee, I'm Jason Swain. Hope you have a great, great day, a fantastic day. Swain event fueled by Dead and Barbecue. Tonight, Tennessee Prime at Gus's Fried Chicken, Kate Mays, Tyon Evans, two players that uh, just tore it up against Mizzou. And I uh, look forward to having those guys on and talk about it. Great personalities, good chance to learn about Tyon Evans tonight. So join us on the Vault Quest and Swain Event platforms at 7 p.m. We are out. Peace and love. <laughs>